Welcome to this week's episode of the I-501C, the podcast for nonprofit board members. And today's the 4th of July. Happy birthday, America, and a special day it is. And so we're going to focus this conversation next few minutes on just the history of philanthropy, or as the Greeks used to call it, philanthropia, which means simply means love of mankind and how appropriate it is. And so interesting, so we pulled some statistics to share with you as we go through this and talk a little bit about the history of philanthropy in the United States. In 2021, Americans gave $485 billion to charity. 67% of that, or somewhere around $327 billion, were from individuals. That's right, from individuals. We were quite the philanthropic country. And only 19% or $91 billion was from foundations. We all have this thought process that foundations donate quite a bit of money. They do, but it's really the individual giving in this country that makes a difference. And where the charitable dollars go, about 27%, $136 billion went to religion, $71 billion to education, $65 billion to human services. And that gives you an idea. Those are the top three segments of, of where charitable dollars go. So we are quite, again, quite the philanthropic country, certainly compared to the rest of the world. Now, of course, site, our, our following site is from ChatGPT. Uh, and why? Be, because we could. And we thought it'd be fun to see what ChatGPT had to say about the history of philanthropy. And what it shares is the roots really go back into the early days of the nation, can be tracked back to Benjamin Franklin, and then after that, Andrew Carnegie or Carnegie. Um, that's always an ongoing discussion on how it's pronounced. But they believe the power of personal wealth to affect positive change. So it really started back in those days. And you know, back with Ben Franklin, he left a lasting legacy in the uh, field of philanthropy. He established the first lending library. We can thank Ben Franklin for the libraries and, and lending libraries, the fund for loans to artisans, and encouraging entrepreneurship and education. And you're gonna hear a little bit more about entrepreneurship later. Franklin believed that the power of education paved the way for future philanthropic endeavors. It makes a lot of sense and really shaped the fabric of our society. Uh, if you go, if you move into the late 19th and early 20th centuries, that's when money's really started to be accumulated uh, by the, the famous industrialist, Andrew Carnegie, uh, was a steel magnet. And, you know, he was a, a mainstay. In fact, his, his foundation still exists today. His philosophy was encapsulated in his essay, The Gospel of Wealth, where he argued that the wealthy had a responsibility to use their riches to benefit society. He funded the construction of thousands of libraries across the country, creating avenues for learning and knowledge and dissemination. So Carnegie knew that he, there was a responsibility to use this wealth for good. And he inspired future philanthropists by setting the example uh, as he invested in institutions that would foster education, culture, and innovation. And let's move up into the 20th century. Uh, the Great Depression, World War II marked periods of immense hardship, prompting individuals to come together and support their fellow citizens. One of the most notable initiatives during this time was the March of Dimes. And of course, that was by President Roosevelt, Franklin Roosevelt. Is originally, March of Dimes originally focused on combating po polio, and expanded its mission to tackle a range of public issues, becoming a beacon of hope for millions. So March of Dimes really started setting the, the trend for nonprofits and philanthropy and grassroots movements going way back. In the latter half of the 20th century, 
there was a surge in philanthropic foundations and institutions as, of course, as people made more money, you got John Rock Rockefeller, Henry Ford, the Ford Foundation, which continues today, the Rockefeller Foundation, which continues certainly today. It was established in 1913. And just the impact those organizations have made have just been profound. And, you know, it, it, I find this fascinating. This money was made, what, 100, over 100 years ago. And the, the, the massive amount of wealth, these foundations are huge to, to, still to, to today. And the foundations became, and they evolved and started funding and supporting innovative projects and fostering collaborations to address pressing social issues, which is where they are today. And in fact, if we look at today, and philanthropy continues to evolve, driven by technological advancements in demographics and prominent challenges, global challenges. If you think of Bill and Melinda Gates, Warren Buffett, Mackenzie Scott, they're using their massive wealth to really embark on different types of societal change. And if you look at philanthropy today, in 2023, on this 4th of July, philanthropy really takes various forms. Impact investing, a lot of organizations talk about impact investing, venture philanthropy, and strategic giving. Donors are increasingly seeking innovative solutions and collaborations to maximize impact and create lasting change. The industry continues to evolve and continues to get more creative. And a lot of discussion now about impact, impact, impact. Maybe years ago, it was more about the thought of giving. Now, a lot of discussion about impact. All right. So it's we, we talked about a little bit about the history. And so the question is, why? Why is the United States so philanthropic? And it is compared to the rest of the world. When we talk to our friends in other countries, they continue to be mesmerized by the state of giving in the U.S., and probably number one is wealth accumulation, right? The U.S. has a long history of entrepreneurship, innovation, and wealth creation. And that concentration of wealth has really put people in a position to use that to, to create societal change. And they wealthy individuals often engage in philanthropy as a way to give back to society and make a positive impact. impact. As I just shared with the, the foundations I mentioned a few minutes ago, tax incentives. Of course, the U.S. government creates tax incentives for charitable giving. And encourages individuals and corporations to donate. So not just the wealthy, although they certainly take advantage of the, the tax incentives, but all of us are given an incentive to be a philanthropist. Culture of giving, giving back the community and supporting charitable causes is deeply ingrained in American culture. Uh, this whole notion of helping others and making a difference. And my guess is this goes back to when the pilgrims... <laughs> came in on Plymouth Rock and all of a sudden you're in this foreign country, you got to help each other. It's, it's a collective and you've got to work towards a common good. I, I could be wrong on that, uh, who knows. Uh, it, we have an independent nonprofit sector. And so if you think about that, it's separate from government, separate from for-profit, it's a robust sector in our economy. It contributes to the economy and it creates a venue and avenue for, for donations, for monies to be received and for uh, people to work towards a common good and to make some uh, a transformation. And in the U.S., we have public-private partnerships, and so that is probably self-explanatory. You don't see that in a lot of other places. And probably the number six reason you see in America, individualism and local initiatives. You know, it's that American ethos of individual and self-reliance that can contribute to a vibrant philanthropic landscape. It, many philanthropists take a very active role in supporting initiatives, uh, 
using their money for social change. And this really creates an impact and permeates our, our community. So while it's all, it's clearly evident in our fabric in the U.S., there, are all, there is, I mean, I, I alluded to how strong it is in the U.S. Certainly there's film philanthropy in other countries. It's just a little bit different because uh, in the U.S. it is such an ingrained aspect of our culture. So as we celebrate our nation's birthday today, July 4th, 2023, we have a lot to be thankful for. Uh, certainly this is a, a wonderful country. And also all those philanthropists, going back to Benjamin Franklin, Carnegie, Rockefeller, who created this whole sector, this whole segment of the economy that allows all of us to be philanthropists, all of us to give back, all of us to make a societal change. This is Michael Corley on this 4th of July. Happy birthday, America, and I will 501 see you next week.